0: Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast.
1: Blacks are equal, whites are equal, men and women and maphrodites are equal. No matter your language or where you're from, every person on earth is equal, equally dumb equally dumb. You're all so goddamn stupid. Caucasians are cuckoo, Lutherans are loserans, Mormons are morons, and Belgians are bad. The gazes are lazy, paraplegics are Egypts, Latinos are so stupid. stupido, and Swedes, please. Everybody speaks the global language of wrong. I've made my point, there's no need to go on. are less than Hindus are doodosos. Mexicans are Mexicans of Flemish are a blemish. Hissscopalians fail. Jews can't hold their booze. Kuodoos and juicy sound like candy suito knees skin their knees. Greeks wreak checks, choke. blacks la seek sucks. Zoro freak. disaster over whole <gasps> The Eskimos have 16 words for duh. And the Indians use every part of the stupid. Dr. Martin Luther King had it almost right about how equality could begin all the children of the world every boy and every girl judged not by the color of their skin but by the dumbness within equally
2: dumb hi everybody <laughs> and with that we begin welcome to the last bin podcast i am mike with dylan godino what's up buddy
3: not too much. I thought we'd, uh, I thought we'd kick things off a little bit differently this week.
2: Yeah, man, that was uh, that was that was inspiring. Let me tell you that it, much.
3: It really was. Let My me favorite? let me t- let me tell everybody what that was. Go uh, ahead. Conan writer Rob Kuttner, uh put together this this little EP. You could buy it for four bucks on iTunes. I actually just bought it before I hit record. It's called "It's Okay to Do Stuff," and it's kind of an homage to. Um, Something, uh, depending on how old our listeners are, uh, Marlo Thomas used to put together a comedy sketch series called Free to Be You and Me, hmm. which s- featured celebrities like Alan Alda and Harry Belafonte and Mel Brooks and Roberta Flack, just, just a very wide array of people. Okay. And they all got together and they, they did all the, these, it was on television and it was a uh, sketch comedy. And it was all about like being a kid and it was very positive and very, very kind of sweet yet still very edgy and, and and funny. And so Rob put together, um, this, this album that you could get on iTunes called it's okay to do stuff. All proceeds go to St. Jude's children's research hospital. Uh, and it features just a, a huge line. Like it features Eddie Pepitone, Fred Stoller, Wyatt snack, Samantha B, Eugene Merman, Lizzie Kaplan, just a uh, huge amount of people and that song that you just heard was done by Megan Amram who is a writer on Parks and Rec and who is uh, very famous in the in the twitter sphere so uh <laughs> yeah so definitely pick that up it's uh it's co- uh, like i said it's called it's okay to do stuff and all proceeds do go to St Jude's Children's Research Hospital
2: my favorite line of the whole song was Mexicans are Mexican <laughs> It's like <laughs> is it is either you couldn't really think of anything to go with that or just the fact that Mexicans are Mexican is derogatory enough so
3: that's that's bad enough
2: yeah that's bad enough so there I you guess. go very nice I, very my, nice my, and, and, my, a, and a fun way to kick off this week's episode of the Last Spin podcast uh we have uh, we have quite a bit to talk about quite a bit we do. of uh, things coming on right now uh, the biggest thing though that uh and the first thing we want to talk about is the 2012 Laugh spin readers poll comedy awards uh, this is this is a uh, big news buddy i saw this the other day uh, yeah. get, get get twittered out by yeah. the fine folks at allthingscomedy.com which is uh, another place you can you can listen to last spin podcast so what's what's going on with this man well every year
3: As our viewers and readers may or may not know, we do uh, we do a readers poll, and basically this is a a chance for everybody to 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 kind of voice their opinions, register a vote. There's 12 categories, everything from favorite stand-up comedy, uh, favorite (laughs) favorite stand-up comedian, to favorite comedy movie, television show, podcasts. All that good stuff. And uh, what I like about this year is we actually have an option for people to write in. So people, you are more than welcome to to write somebody in if you don't think we, we, ha- we nominated the, the right people. The only thing I ask, and I ask this on the site, is don't be a jerk. Don't <laughs> be a jerk. In years past, th- these are very popular features. They get shared thousands of times, and thousands of people vote but there we always get comments by complete jerks who like start like attacking one another and uh there's no reason for it it's just it's supposed to be fun uh check it out it's right go just go to laughspin.com there's a huge banner on the front of the page uh that you can click and that will bring you to the to the to the shit
2: yeah yeah and, and you know much like everything else it usually kind of deteriorates into just <laughs> you're stupid you're you fucked your dad brr, brr, brr. yeah it doesn't need to be that folks it's you know it's all in good fun and it's all in it's all about good comedy so uh you know uh, uh, be responsible please yeah wear be, a condom be above it all will you cripes I tell you guys this crap you guys are adults or maybe not but whatever uh, what what is this little note here about the, uh, the the Vanity Fair comedy issue that just came out? You uh, you're a big fan of that.
3: I am. Remember a few weeks ago we talked about how Judd Apatow was going to guest edit the Vanity Fair comedy issue, and I was a little yes, was, that's
2: right, that's right.
3: I I was very skeptical because I've seen comedy issues. I've I've seen you know the Rolling Stone comedy issue and and the Spin comedy issue, and I'm not saying they were they're terrible, but they're kind of half-hearted. And this thing definitely go out. buy it it's on newsstands now it's great it's got three different covers featuring uh, like a whole bunch of uh, comedians and and comedy types and the inside first of all i i i want to say it it, it seems like if it's not it seems like 80 to 85 percent of the magazine is comedy it is not just like a few pages of comedy. And the features they did, they got the entire cast of freaks and geeks together for a photo shoot and wow. you know, and an and an interview they have in uh Blues Brothers oral history. They have uh Judd Apatow and Steve Martin. It's it, and they span like Hannibal Burris and Chelsea Peretti and like just everybody. They span from stand up to movies to television from from now to you know kind of uh, the golden age of of comedy if you will they just did a, a really they did a really great job
2: wow very cool very cool so uh your skepticism is has dissipated at this point
3: yeah i mean you know weeks ago you asked me you know out of all the magazines the mainstream publications that have done comedy issues you know which one do, which one has done a good job? And and I said I, I you know I really couldn't answer it because, you know I I kind of you know I get soured on it like I you know I flip through a few pages and I'm like yeah yeah same old you know same old crap right and now I could uh, finally say that Vanity Fair definitely by and far has done uh, the best you know the best job dealing with something dealing with a subject matter they don't normally deal with and doing so expertly.
2: Very, very cool. Vanity Fair on, uh, on newsstands now. Pick it up, please. All right, and a good way to get into some comedy news. So let's do it. Comedy news. Uh, Ken Marino's Burning Love. Two more seasons on Yahoo! Screen. If you haven't seen the first one, the first season of uh, Burning Love, which was uh, Ken Marino's little brainchild there uh, that ran on Yahoo! It was awesome. Uh, and You can watch the whole first season, by the way uh, online and, uh, La- laugh Spin has the link for it, but, uh, you know, you can make sure you like us on Facebook while you're there too. Um, uh, but yeah, you can get the whole first season. I devoured it. I, I watched the whole thing in-, in one night. Uh, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. I couldn't stop watching it. Uh, just completely ridiculous. Um, Michael Ian Black is the smarmy host and he does such a good goddamn job it's just really good uh and, and the the women in it are ridiculous uh the it just takes that whole you know bachelor bachelorette genre reality show genre and just blows it out of the water completely makes fun of it well guess what now it's back for two more seasons uh on yahoo which is great and wh- what else uh what, what do we got coming up with these two seasons because there's there's a lot of uh, some great uh cameos guest stars yeah. coming up
3: yeah this is this is this is crazy so the second season is basically it's going to be it's going to parody the bachelorette instead of the bachelor so the bachelorette is being played by june diane raphael who was one of the the contestants on um the first the the first season of burning love
2: oh which one is she which one was she
3: she played julie (laughs) she played i don't know if you remember she was one of the brunettes she played julie gristlewhite she was like completely unhinged uh you know i mean a lot of them were unhinged but she was unhinged in a very
2: oh was she the one that was just crazy that was like
3: i yes
2: completely insane from the get-go like she fell in love with them within two minutes yes okay all right i know exactly who it is very cool yeah
3: she's married to paul in real life
2: oh really wow i didn't know that
3: yeah this whole thing is very uh it's it's kind of uh, we should do a Venn diagram of this. She's married to Paul Scheer, <laughs> who who is on this season. Okay. Uh, and the writer of Burning Love is Erica Oyama, who's married to Ken Marino. <laughs> wow.
2: All right.
3: Um, but anyway, so yeah, so it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, a play off The Bachelorette. So she is going to be the one looking for a dude. And uh, the suitors, the would-be suitors, I mean, check out this list. Adam Scott, Paul Scheer, like I already mentioned, Jolo Trulio, Rob Hubel, Hubble. Hubel. I never know. Hubel. Hubel. Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, Adam Brody, Michael Serra, Colin Hanks, Martin Stewart. Martin Stewart. Martin Stewart. Hey, Martin Stewart's on it. Martin Starr. <laughs> Ryan Hansen, Nick Crow, Kumal Nanjiani, Nick Thune, and Brandon Johnson. Huge. Um, wow and and then and then the third season which i think they already filmed it's called burning down the house and according to ken marino who talked to entertainment weekly about this he said the difference between burning love and burning down the house is we strip away the love and make it solely about the money everybody's there competing for the huge prize of 900 (laughs) dollars everybody has great plans if they win (laughs) (laughs) that's
2: awesome very very cool. Uh, so yeah, they're going to just completely just destroy this again. Uh you know, can't wait for the second season and and for the third one to come out too. Uh uh let's see. What what are they uh, they have plans uh what, when this is going to be coming out? I mean No, I, I don't I don't, see I don't it here I, the,
3: Yeah, no. I don't think they announced they announce uh, it when. Okay. Well, they, we'll yeah, keep they an eye announced on it.
2: it. Keep an eye on it for sure and uh and, and yeah, second and third seasons of uh, of Burning Love and Burning Down the House coming a computer near you but yeah check out the first season in the meantime please uh cat williams we've been talking about him for a couple of weeks now and he finally uh has kind of surfaced a little bit and 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 came to the mainstream media and surprisingly uh he has retired he's decided to retire um and instead of doing it in any kind of formal way he did it very kind of knee-jerk on the streets of Seattle to a, <laughs> a sideline reporter. Yeah, he <laughs> was just kind of just hanging out, <laughs> just happened to walk up to him with a shotgun mic and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and cat, uh, you know, uh, r- wrung out a couple of tears and decided to retire. He said he was going to do it in in L.A., but um, uh, we have guess- a clip here. We have a clip of him actually doing it. This is this is the news report, so I'm going to play this really quick
4: right now. New tonight, stand up comic Cat Williams has had a controversial visit to Seattle the past few days. And tonight, he's telling us his side of the story. como4 caught up with Williams as he was ejected from a South Lake Union hotel around 7 p.m. On Sunday, Williams was arrested after an altercation at a nearby restaurant. Police say he argued with customers and threatened the manager with a pool cue. Williams is accused of then throwing a lit cigarette into a family's car, which hit a woman in the face, throwing a rock at that car, and struggling with police officers. A group of fans claims Williams assaulted them after his performance Friday night. Tonight, Williams admitted to us he has had trouble with the law here in Seattle this weekend. He made a string of allegations against police and the media. Then he told us because of his bad weekend in Seattle, he's decided to end his stand-up career.
1: I'm just going to go ahead and announce my retirement from stand-up. I'm kind of done. This is... Uh... Not really. I, yeah, I, I, I've already discussed it with my kids. I wasn't really going to do it on a Seattle street. I was going to go to Los Angeles and do it in the offices of ICM or Live Nation. But
4: Matt Williams has proven to be unpredictable, so we're going to watch and see how this all plays out. Okay.
2: Uh, that little, <laughs> first of all, that little last little comment by the reporter there. Cat Williams is uh, known to be unpredictable, so we're going to see how this all <laughs> plays out. <laughs> uh, what a fucking shitty thing to say by the way. <laughs>
3: well, I mean I don't
2: know. It seemed very like I don't know. It just seemed kind of underhanded right there, you know what I mean? No,
3: I I think uh I, I think what he, what they're trying to do is cover themselves. I don't think they want to overplay it and say, you know, we have we have him retiring because, you know, a, a week from now he could say, you know, you know, he didn't mean it. I mean, he is. Right. He's very unpredictable. So I mean, the the fact that he said he talked to his kids, though, like, it does sound like it was premeditated. It wasn't that, you know, he just was like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm not doing comedy anymore.
2: Yeah. And I mean, just all of the stuff that they say in the report about him, you know, threatening a guy with a pool cue, throwing a cigarette in a car and getting in a fight with people and police and blah, 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 blah. I mean, Jesus, what what's up? I mean, is there, you know, I yeah who knows is it is it one of these things where you know you think when he t- when he says he talks to his kids when he's talks to his kids about it you think it's one of these things where it's just the stress of the road just kind of got to him and he was like fuck right. it I, I want to be home with my kids
3: yeah i mean maybe i mean i i i have to imagine drugs are you know drugs are playing a part in this um you know i i think he's making if if he's serious about quitting or or at least quitting for a while i mean i think it's a i think it's a really good idea i think he should go and relax and get help and you know get healthy and you know if he feels you know sometime in the future he could come back and perform stand-up comedy you know go for it but yeah you know don't die
2: right yeah no well there you go well at least you know he's kind of come to this realization before it's too late so that's that's good for him and 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 hopefully he gets the help he needs and and you know hopefully it's not a permanent retirement, you know but he comes back when he's ready uh right. and doesn't come back too soon so good for cad and uh and we'll see we'll 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 keep following it and if anything else happens we'll let you know but uh yeah, that's it with that okay moving on to some some uh better news patrice o'neil uh he passed away about a year ago uh to the day almost um yeah. it was just about a week ago i guess. and finally they have a benefit show that is planned for uh, his family um and it is going to be february 19th 8 p.m new york city center and it is a murderer's row of unbelievable comics colin quinn jim norton david tell bill burr robert kelly rich voss keith robinson ian edwards uh Mar- Mar- Marina Franklin and what, who, what's Will's last name I can't pronounce it Will Sylvins.
3: Sylvins, yeah
2: Sylvins, yeah uh they are they're going to be on stage uh raising money for O'Neill's mother and family it's already sold out the show is sold out it's sold out in a day which is no surprise um but uh just awesome and it's a uh the benefit was planned actually by mostly by Bill Burr um from what i heard uh burr and and norton you know got got involved with but bill did a lot of the legwork from from what i heard on uh he was on ona talking about it and they kind of announced it on there uh patrice is just a, a comedian that's just gonna be missed just terribly even after even a year later i mean you know did you get a chance to listen to uh mr p
3: oh yeah yeah absolutely
2: yeah and then there's there's some new stuff out right
3: There's a, yeah, they released like a 20 minute single that was from that. It was from that same recording, uh, but it just didn't kind of fit in with the, with the album. So they, yeah. So, and that's the other thing, you know, obviously most of our listeners do not live in the New York city, tri-state area. If you want to, you know, help, uh, you know, all the proceeds of, of that album, uh, and probably all of his albums I'd, I'd imagine go to his, uh, his, his family, Mm. um, so yeah, I mean I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, sure people knew who Patrice O'Neal was, but I'm sure he wasn't, you know, rolling in money and you yeah. know, he was supporting people and you know, they that support is is not there anymore.
2: Right, yeah, you know. Now I I know uh there is kind of two sides here. There's the there's his wife and uh stepdaughter and his mother too mm. that and that's and his mother and that that part of the family too so the, it's it, the money's going to both i believe
3: yeah i'd imagine sure
2: yeah so because the, there's kind of two parts of the family here um yeah. so that's good uh mr p's an awesome album G- you know get it uh, and look up if if you're not familiar with patrice look him up you look him up on youtube go check out elephant in a room i believe it's still on netflix uh if yeah. not, find it. It's just it's it's so good. Uh, it was his la- it was his last special, um, and uh, there's an interview that Dylan you did with him uh, a little bit before he died on Laugh Spin. Look that up. Read it, read all about that because that's uh, that was really good. And and just you know he's he's one of those comics where he you know like so many before him, Geraldo, Mitch Hedberg, you know these types of guys that really unfortunately towards the end really started to get some sort of fame and notoriety and then left us too soon and then but at the same time kind of become a little bit bigger posthumously and that's a shame but at the same time it's a very good way to uh recognize and appreciate him is by new people still you know learning about him and 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 seeing his stuff for the first time and passing it on, I think that's something that's important and that should be uh, should be done. So if you're not a fan of Patrice or you've never heard of him, look him up. Look him up. You 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 won't be sorry. Trust me. All right. Uh, HBO is greenlighting a new Mike Judge pilot. Mike Judge, of course, creator of Beavis and Butthead* and *King of the Hill*, and uh, he did *Office Space* and you know all that stuff. Now now here he is with it with an hbo pilot what's what's it all about sir
3: so yeah it's called silicon valley it's a single camera comedy they're they're describing it as a dark comedy uh which is not surprising um and it's basically he wrote he wrote the script with john altshuler and dave krinsky uh, and it's about a man who s- who starts his own music app and the quirky company that forms around it. Judge is going to direct the pilot which is slated to film in the spring that's according to deadline.com.
2: Cool and being that it's HBO they get it, they are of course are going to be able to get a lot of, away with a lot more uh, to be a little bit more uncensored so good for him, good for HBO and hopefully that'll be hilarious. I'm hoping it will because it's uh it's got all the it's got all the good it's got all the right pieces in play thus far. So we'll see. Uh, Mike Birbiglia's movie Sleepwalk with me now available on iTunes. I ha- still haven't got a chance to see this yet. What's, what's going on, man. I know he got some pretty good acclaim from it.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's just been, it, it's, he's gotten so much mileage out of it. It's, you know, it's, it's, in it's been in theaters you know before that it, it made its rounds at uh, uh, the film festival so it's doing really well and and finally people are able to access it online very easily uh, but it's only going to be on iTunes it's on iTunes now as we speak and through December 17th so through December 17th you will be able to rent it um, through iTunes or or buy it you can buy it or rent it
2: Cool, and that's all. I su- but that's, I
3: suggest you buy it.
2: Yeah, definitely. And it's you know December seventeenth, as we know, as we all know, the holiday's coming up quick, and December seems to be one of those months that just kind of flies by. So December seventeenth will come here uh, quicker than you think. So get on that, please, and get sleepwalk with me. Um, okay, more fucking audio. What do we got? This is uh, girl meets droid. What's up with this, buddy?
3: This is another track from. Uh from the uh, the project we we heard at the top of the show. This is uh this is a, a fun little short sketch with um
2: Eugene Merman and Lizzie Kaplan. Okay, here it is. I'm playing it in three, two, one.
1: Hi.
0: Hi. I'm a baby. I'm an electromechanical computer program designed in humanoid form.
1: I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl.
0: I do not know what love is.
1: I guess I could be a girl, since I smell nice and I don't have hair on my legs.
0: You believe you are confused? My genital functions are switched remotely on an hourly basis by my operator.
1: Then again, I must be a boy because I'm bald.
0: I too lack growth atop my cranial unit, though some believe I have the potential to achieve self-awareness.
1: Maybe we should try saying what we want to be when we grow up. One, two, three, doctor! My mission
0: has not yet been disclosed to me. I could be the salvation of the human race or its destruction.
1: Oh, rats. I guess we'll never know. Hey, wait. Here comes the nurse.
0: Red alert. Human figure of authority approaches. Engage protocol now. Well, hey, at least one of us knows what we are now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. There you go. Girl meets <laughs> droid, and that's uh, uh, off that same album. What's that called again? It's called. It's okay to do stuff. It's okay to do stuff, guys. There it is.
3: Four bucks. Four bucks on iTunes. Go get
2: it. Four, it's great. Four measly dollars. Get it. Uh, another guy landed a pilot. This is somebody we haven't heard, one, heard from in a while. Michael Richards joins a TV Land pilot. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld star Michael Richards signed to appear on TV Land comedy pilot. Giant baby. <laughs> Which <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh alongside uh Cheers veterans, Kirsty Alley and Rhea Perlman, says the Hollywood reporter. Uh the show was reportedly centered on Broadway star named Madison Banks, who's Kirsty Alley, who is reunited with her estranged son after his adoptive mother dies. Richards is slated to play a a limo driver. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Definitely maybe
3: maybe the limo driver you know is is integral to the to the plot on every episode you, you never know
2: you kind of hope so uh or oh, either that or he's just dipping his toes back into the, into the uh tv land <laughs> yeah so all right very cool very cool Re- michael richards all right i hope uh, i hope it does well for him and i hope it does well for the other folks here uh uh Show- showtimes inside comedy sets premiere date Really, what's going on with this man, David? Well, this uh, this premiered last uh,
3: last. I don't want to say last year. I forgot when the first season ended, but it's uh, basically David Steinberg uh, and Steve Carell got together and created this show. Where it's it's just it's just David Steinberg interviewing comedians on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's returning Monday, February eleventh at eleven p.m. and um, This season, Drew Carey, Steve Martin, Robert Klein, Martin Mull. Um, and this is the most interesting thing is Robert Schimmel, uh, is going to be part of it as well. Uh, his interview was taped prior to his death in 2010. Hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Um, you know, I, I have, I too have a video interview with Robert Schimmel, uh, before he died
2: have you put it out
3: yeah yeah oh wow yeah it's 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 up someplace maybe I'll, I'll i'll post a link to it yeah after this podcast posts but uh yeah totally yeah i interviewed him a few times and he was he was great he was so like just appreciative and like soft-spoken and um so yeah i mean <laughs> it's funny and this is this is kind of morbid but i have um I interviewed Patrice on video, Schimmel on video and Geraldo on video all, all shortly before they, they died. Oh, wow. But I mean, it was great. It's, it's great that I have those, those interviews and uh, there, you know, I have the, like the uncut versions as well, which is they're like, they run like 25, 35 minutes long.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. You got to post, you got to post that up, dude. That's, that would, uh, that'd be great to see that for sure. Yeah uh so all right great so that's coming back monday february 11th 11 p.m showtime if you don't have it uh you should probably get showtime because there's a lot of good stuff on there besides that but this is uh this is fun as well cool uh okay we got one more piece of audio before we get out of here this is a little bit of tom papa right
3: yeah 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 this is uh i mean this album came out months and months ago but uh in fact i think it came out before we started doing the podcast so I wanted to uh to to play this track uh for two reasons one i like it uh 1.1.5 i think it's i think it's good to go out on (laughs) and two because you're recently married and i think tom papa here uh offers some some really some really good advice all
0: right let's see if tom speaks to me but that's the whole key to life find someone to love and drag them to the end with you that's it Don't make it more complicated than that. Just find someone to love and drag them to the end with you. That's it. And you want to make your relationship last? Lie. Lie all the time. Really, just lie. You're a man and a woman together. You don't want to do anything the other one wants to do. But don't be mean about it. Don't tell them that. Just lie. You want to shop for candles with me tonight? Sure. You want to hold up these drapes when I figure out the colors? Okay. We are here in the city, my wife wanted to go see a musical. She knows I hate musicals. Do you want to go see the drowsy chaperone tonight? That'd be a fun date night, right? It sure would. I hate musicals, but luckily a friend of mine at the Comedy Cellar had given me a joint the night before. And I don't smoke weed anymore, but I'm like, who throws out a joint? Let me keep it in case of an emergency. I'm like, the drowsy chaperone, I think we have an emergency. So I throw it in my pocket, I'm thinking maybe I won't need it, you know? But I get up there and it's like all the posters are goofy. They're like, ya na, na na na. It's gonna suck. So she goes and sits down. I sneak into the men's room. This is totally irresponsible. A grown man. I lock myself in the stall. I smoke the whole thing. Marijuana smoke, illegal marijuana smoke, just wafting out into a Broadway lobby. <laughs> but you have to understand something. At the theater, I'm a white guy in a suit. The worst that anything can happen to me is some guy approaches, Sir, do you smell that? All I have to say? Outrageous. I have a musical to see. Where's the snack bar? I need some sour patch kids. So we went in and watched the whole stupid ass drowsy chaperone. Loved it. Heisekite loved every minute of it. I was singing it the whole way home. La-da-dee, la-da-doo. And she was suspicious. She said, you seem to like that a little too much. Did you get high? I looked her right in the eye. I told her exactly what she wanted to hear. I said, no, I didn't get high. I was just happy being out with you. She knew I was lying. I knew I was lying, but we went to bed happy. That's the point. It's the same as when she says, my love handles are cute. They're not, they're creepy. When I'm jogging down the beach and have two basset hound cheeks flapping over the side of my suit. She probably wants to throw up. But she lies. Aww. Tom Papa. Tom
2: Papa with little, <laughs> little words of encouragement and words of advice for uh, married couples everywhere. Do you take that to heart, sir? Do you, is that is that correct? I mean, you know, I think he's uh,
3: obviously overplaying it for comedy's sake. But, you know, it's it, people... It's it, You know, honesty is not always the, the best thing. And... uh people people who know something about relationships will will tell you that therapists will tell you that. I guarantee yeah. marriage counselors will tell you that
2: all right well, I mean I, you know um, I, I, of course comedians' job is to exaggerate a little bit there, mm-hmm. but uh, there is a there's that essence of truth in it, and so if that's the case, uh, yeah I, I totally. I'll agree with him. I'll, t- I'll totally agree with him, <laughs> even though you know it's only been going on for a little while here on this end. But it's uh, yeah, you know, you're you're right. <laughs> you're right there, Tom. <laughs> very cool. Very very cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get out of here, shall we? Want to give the plug? Yeah,
3: guys, check us out on Twitter at Laughspin.com. We're on the Pinterest. We're almost at three million followers
2: mode. Oh,
3: yeah pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, we're on the the, the, the the Tumblr, the Facebook. We're basically on all those things. And uh, if if you feel like it, drop me an email at dillon@lapspin.com.
2: Very cool. And also uh soundcloud.com. We got to throw that in there as well. That's a that's, that's a that's a big one. As well as uh, allthingscomedy.com where you can check us out as well as all the other fine 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 comedy podcasts. Eddie Pepitone, Bill Burr, Harlan Williams, just to name a few, allthingscomedy.com. Uh, and you can see me, or hear me, or whatever, feel me, smell me, <laughs> at uh mastersofnone.com, my other podcast. Uh, I appreciate those coming over to that one and, and the little uh, little little cross promotion that we got going on there. That's all that's a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, hey, we'll see you next week. Okay, alright. Last minute podcast. Bye.
0: Yeah.